Welcome to today's episode of the Back in Shape podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the elusive question of how to lose weight if you've got lower back pain. It is something that bothers a lot of people. Uh, We know inherently, common sense, our lower back is a load-bearing structure. The more weight we're carrying, the more problematic that's going to be. But there are certain ways we can go about these things to make them more effective and reduce the likelihood of getting into trouble. So in this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about that, give you guys a good understanding of how to go about this in a safe, effective and sensible way that is going to get you longer lasting results. And it goes without saying, losing that weight will help your lower back pain. Now, if you've got any questions with this, then make sure you use that comment section below. We read and reply to all of your comments, no matter what platform you're on. And with that out of the way, let's get started. The first thing that I wanted to talk about today on the podcast was just helping you understand uh, a few nuances about weight gain that are relevant. They're not massively important, but they are relevant for you. And that is the notion of where specifically the weight is gaining, because this does have implications. So for a lot of us typically, or for, for, for a group of us, um, our weight gain is typically going to be more around the hips and thighs. This tends to be a little bit more in women. And then for men, typically it tends to be around the trunk. Now, the important thing for back pain specifically here, doesn't really have too much of an implication on the hips, the knees and ankles, uh, but back pain is that the former is going to be a little bit better for you. Having the weight weight gain around the trunk or the excess weight around the trunk, so the stomach, etc., is going to be more problematic because it's going to add that load to your lumbar spine and create more trouble. Whereas if it's in the hips and below, we're going to find it's not going to necessarily have too much of an impact on the actual lumbar spine's load-bearing, load-bearing abilities uh, on a day-to-day ba- basis. That being said, both of those, whether it's the one form or the other, or and like like most of us, it's going to be somewhere in between a mixture, but skewing one way versus the other. Uh, but it is going to have an impact on those hips, knees, and ankles. And if you've watched any of our podcasts, you'll know that the hips, knees, and ankles are going to have an impact on the lower back by way of if they're under more strain, not functioning as well as they could be, then they are going to be tightening up the muscles that control those joints. And that is going to have a knock-on effect on the lower back. So that's really important to just have in the back of your mind as something that's relevant. Now, the mistake that a lot of people make when they do first, you know, they get that motivation for whatever reason, maybe you've had back pain for a long period of time, you go, do you know, what? I've just had enough. I know my back's not good. I know my weight's not helping. I want to go and lose weight. And they tend to go about it the wrong way. We start to do, you know, more walking. We start to, or, or excessive amounts of walking, sorry. We might get into some other exercise classes to try and lose that weight. And that is where the problem lies. Now, If you've had lower back pain for a longer period of time, there's a good chance that there's been a period of inactivity and that's going to cause muscle wasting or a loss of the competence of the muscular system in general. So if we go into one of these activities, and this is where the real kicker is, not only have we got more weight, but we probably have less control over that weight and we have less muscular muscular strength to control the consequence of that weight. And those two play off one another. It means that that extra weight is actually going to be more consequential for you because you're less able to control that because you have less strong muscles. And we'll get we'll come back to this particular sort of paradigm or difficult paradox that you might be in later on because we can flip that around so it actually works in our favor in our progress. So we'll go into doing some sort of classes or something like that and we're moving around. We've got this extra weight and we just end up injuring and injuring and injuring ourselves over and over again, doing too much perhaps, etc. When in actual fact, what we need to be doing is focusing first and foremost on technique in a safe way. It all comes down to how did this come about? Whether it's the weight or the back pain, it didn't come about overnight. 
And we have to recognize that a short flurry of a few days or a few weeks of intensive exercise to try and lose the weight, as motivated as we might be, and that's fantastic, I'm not taking any of that away from you, but as motivated as we might be, that short flurry is not going to undo the time that has been put into putting those circumstances in place. And therefore, if we're going into activities that are going to inherently be more quote-unquote risky and more likely to lead to a disruption in our habit, we're not going to have any success. And that's really where this sort of smarter approach is going to be important. We want to first and foremost focus on the control. Learning in a safe environment, primarily off weight bearing, to do simple exercises that start to engage the core, to start to engage and strengthen some of the muscles that control our spine. And doing that off weight bearing, as opposed to you know extra walking or this, that, the other, um, is going to be more effective because you're going to learn how to engage those muscles in a low gravity environment or a environment where your excess weight is not going to be as noticeable as it would be when you're standing up. So learning some of the simple exercises that we talk about in phase one and two of the back and shape program are much, much safer. And yes, sure, you're not going to burn up a sweat doing those in isolation when you're learning how to do them, but you need to learn how to do them. And if you're, if you're going into any routine where you're just cracking straight on, your technique is going to be absent or good technique is going to be absent and that creates significant risk so learning to do those exercises safely and getting the foundations in place dramatically reduces the likelihood of you having those one to two weeks stints of exercise followed by injury and aggravation and going round and round in circles like a little hamster on a hamster wheel once we've got those foundations in place, we can then start to strengthen and maybe do some upright exercises. We've got things like squats, for example, correctly with good technique, learning how to do that. And again, at this point, maybe it's been a couple of days, maybe a week, you're still learning the technique. You have to remember that in order to do a routine and get the benefit from a weight loss standpoint, you need to be technically sound in your approach to that. And you, it takes time for you to get technically sound so you can then reap the rewards of those workouts. So for example, we have like our phase two workouts, which are or workout one of them. And, and why is it just one? Well, it's one because the one meets all the needs that you have at that particular stage. And it is only one workout. So you're not having to learn 16 different exercises and do them in 17 different ways and at different speeds. You learn one workout, takes a bit of time to do that. And then you can start doing that workout. And it's about 15 to 20, 25 minutes, depending on how many rounds you run through of it. And you start with three and you go up to five. And that allows you to start to get into doing these exercises at the pace with us in those live workouts that is going to start to challenge you. And, and this is where I pause for a moment because I know some of our members don't necessarily always watch through those videos and do them live, especially when you're learning how to do them. You kind of do them in your own time. But then, then we get the common question of, oh, well, I'm, I'm doing the workouts, but I, I'm, I need to do something else to lose the weight. Well, in actual fact, when you're going through and doing the workouts that we talk about in the phases, you'll actually find that when you're doing them following along with the videos, especially when we're doing four or five rounds and definitely when we get into phase three, you're going to put on a sweat, you're going to, if you've got those heart rate monitors, you're going to find that you are actually going to start to lose weight. You're going to start to burn those extra calories and be able to have what I would consider a good workout. And you will consider that too with time. We know because we've got members that record their workouts, record their heart rates, some very fit members, might I add, that record those workouts and we can see they're working and they can see they're working. So if it's, if it's good enough for us and them, it's going to be good enough for you too, but it's safe. And that's the important thing. You're doing simplistic exercises. So for example, going back to a squat, so many people will jump into these very extreme exercises that are jumping all over the place and moving around erratically, and it's not helpful. 
Also, more importantly, you're learning to move well. So not only have you got the benefit of working out well, but you're also getting the benefit of learning to move correctly. And this brings me to one of the parallels that gets people caught out again. You have to understand that some of the fitness classes are the sole goal of those classes is to burn calories get you working and that is it so you will see classes where even the instructor is doing one quarter one half maybe one quarter even one fifth reps on lunges now that will get a burn and, and that's the sole purpose and not taking away the purpose of that exercise for that particular purpose but for you that's not helpful because all you're doing is stiffening up those muscles more and you're not actually learning skills that are transferable. And you know, actually in those classes, it, often it's because of the, the, the tempo of the music, etc. But if you're actually doing a full range squat and learning to do a full range squat, you're going to get pretty tired doing 10 of those. And let alone when we start doing resistance, etc. Doing them correctly actually is quite tiring. It's just that it's not necessarily quite as hypey as those sorts of classes sometimes are. So focusing on the technique and doing it correctly is so important. And then from there, you can build in, you can start adding resistance, etc. You can start doing more exercises like what we talk about in phase three, which makes these things more intensive. But the important thing that I've drawn out here is this little example of going through and doing some simplistic exercises to learn how to engage yourself correctly. And then doing safer exercises that are controlling your core still, but actually starting to challenge you on a fitness level as well in a safe way with a simple set of exercises that are applicable to daily life that are going to help you fix your back pain that way we can slowly move through and then start adding on more complex exercises in what we would call phase three with resistance which helps us move the needle further in terms of in terms of weight loss and during that process two things are going to happen number one you're going to develop habits and those habits are the habits of losing weight, the habits of being a healthy individual. You will be working out maybe four, five times a week towards the end, uh, maybe three or four, you're going to maintain that for the long term. Three or four 45 minute workouts every 168 hours, because that's a week. Every single one of you watching this has the time to do that. There are no excuses, I'm sorry, there are none for not getting three or four sessions there are about 45 minutes done every week when you have 168 hours no one has any excuses i'm sorry and i'm very firm with that if you think you have let us know in the comments but i'm pretty sure when we spell it out like that it becomes very difficult to argue that we don't have enough time to do that now granted when you're learning some of these things you need to spend a little bit more time but from a maintenance point of view you start to realize those habits are formed and those are what keep you healthy the secondary thing plays back or, or goes back to what I mentioned earlier on. Remember we said about having more weight and less muscle is, is, is a problem? Well, as you start to do these workouts, the safe ones, and actually get, because you're doing the right exercises and the right workouts, you're able to actually do it for more than a couple of weeks before you injure yourself. So you get this loss of muscle, loss of body mass, sorry, and increase of muscle strength. So now you've got stronger muscles that are able to protect your back whilst they're having to deal with lesser forces, sorry, because you weigh less. That is a really, really, um, we, we've turned those whole disadvantage on its head and now we're benefiting from that compound in, as opposed to suffering from that compound uh, or that compounding effect of those two factors working against one or working with one another, sorry. So hopefully that gives you guys a little bit of a appearing into how you can effectively lose weight when you have back pain. 
to help your back pain recovery and your overall health as well. And if you go through one of these processes and start to get involved in exercises that are safe with simplistic exercises that work with simplistic routines that aren't too time consuming and mind boggling and aren't too technically challenged in an unnecessary way just for the sake of burning calories, you'll find that you can get yourself to be much more healthy. And in the process of doing that over a slow period of time, and it's not that long on the grand scheme of things. Some of you guys, we know members that have had their back pain for many, many years. Really, this transformation can really start to see results very quickly. And you're talking about two or three months, you'll already start to say, oh, I'm fitter. I'm able to do more around the house. I'm actually losing a little bit of weight as well. And I'm feeling better. My back pain is improving as well. You'll start to see those results and that will become a reinforcing factor in of itself. All too often, too many people that are in that, asking that, that question at the very start, like, you know, how can I lose weight uh, for my back pain? They don't do these exercises. You've got out of the habit for whatever reason or never had the habit of doing some element, some small element of regular practice to keep your body healthy. And one of the nice things about this is going through the process correctly in a smooth manner, gradually raising the intensity. You'll be able to develop those habits that aren't too time consuming. We don't have to be going to the gym for four or five hours every single day and not have time to do anything else in spite of the fact that we've got family, we've got a garden, we've got work, all those other things to contend with. It is very manageable. We just need to see the light and doing that way in a gradual way, building things up is the most effective way to do that. That's pretty much it for me for today's podcast. If you guys do have any questions, hopefully this has made you think about things a little bit differently and realize that things are possible. And when you make significant progress, you start to find some of those um, compounding effects start to work for us instead of against us as they, as they often have for so long. Any questions, post them in the comments. If you do find these podcasts or whether you're watching on YouTube helpful, then consider liking it, consider sharing it with someone else that could do with this message. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Back in Shape podcast. Thanks for watching.